I'm Mercy and I'm Emily and today's episode we have a recommended topic so we're gonna be talking about the best and worst things that came out of 2022 for us. You know we're about to start a new year and instead of looking forward and setting goals for the new year we're just gonna take a minute to step back and reflect on 2022 in all its glory and all of its terror. (laughs) Nightmare. (laughs) But so mine of what came to mind whenever I first heard this topic is kind of directly tied in. Like, it was kind of the best and worst thing that happened to me. So, why don't you start us off? Okay, so 2022 was definitely a challenging year, but it brought so many, you know, great things along with it, too. It was a year full of growth, and looking back on this year, I am very proud of how far I've come, which is not something I really give myself credit for a lot. But, like I said, it had a lot of growth in it, which, you know, I kind of relate back to, you know, taking care of myself and taking the steps to, you know, do things for myself. Like, I took a big step this year, which was for me, which was getting on medication for anxiety and other things, which, if anyone has been down that road before, you know, it's a very hard step to take to get there. It's difficult to accept that you're that bad that you need something to help. Because there is such a stigma that comes with medication, too. So, you know, many different things add along to it. But it is hard, and it's hard to accept that. But, you know, I finally got there and just kind of knew that I needed to do this for myself. And that was a big step I took in 2022, which I'm proud of. And, you know, the decision has been so far so good. I'm very happy with where I'm headed. And so I would say the best thing to come out of 2022 was just, you know, the growth I've made and different things as accepting myself and my style or like cutting off certain friends or just you know taking the steps I feel like I'm finally at a place where I've been taking the steps that to protect my mental health you know I've been putting my mental health first you know whether it be cutting out certain people or you know spending more time with certain people or you know just like protecting my mind in a way of like you know just I don't know, just like protecting my energy in a way. Putting yourself first. Yeah, and that's something I literally have never done. And I can attest to that. (laughs) She never has. (laughs) Literally, like, I feel like this year I'm finally getting the hang of it. And, I mean, I'm not saying it's something I've perfected, but I feel like I've come a long way. And I'm really glad, like, looking forward to where it takes me in 2023. Also, from the outsider looking in, you, I feel like you've also come such a long way in terms of talking about that kind of stuff and being open like not only is it hard to admit to yourself that you need help and you need to go get on medication but having to like talk to your family and friends Mm -hmm. and like explain that to them can be very challenging and I feel like I've seen you open up a lot with other people about your struggles and it's been very helpful you know in terms of like getting close with your family like cutting off the toxic relationships when you need to like because you're not only admitting to yourself like you can admit it to others now. 1,000% because it is hard to admit to yourself but also and in your mind I mean it is something that is hard to admit to other people but it gets easier the more you talk about it I feel like because I mean it there are so many people who you know are going through the same thing as you but you know they just are just scared to talk about it as well you know so it's 
I'm glad that I've gotten so comfortable to talk about it because it's brought a lot of my relationships closer because we've been able to connect on a deeper level, you know, like, oh, I felt that way too, or, you know, like, oh, I feel like I can finally understand you because I know what you were dealing with, you know, behind a closed door. And I feel like it's just, in so many ways, opened up my relationships with other people because it's helped in that way. And I'm so glad I'm there because, I mean, talking about it just is, it makes it easier for you as well because it's not so heavy to carry, like so much weight to carry on yourself. Um, but yeah, I would say it's probably the best thing I've taken out of 2022 just because I feel like it's some, it was a good start of where I need to be headed mentally, you know what I mean? So in terms of 2023, I know we're not going to like set goals or whatever, but like where would you like to see yourself go? Like, how would you like to see yourself continue to grow throughout the new year? Like, what are the next steps for you? I mean, I'm, I'm the type of person where it kind of scares me when we take year by year. You know, I'm the type of person who just likes to worry about tomorrow and then the next day and then the Valid. next day. Because, you know, it, get, it gets overwhelming for me. But the year overall, I just want to be consistent, number one, because... Putting yourself first is a great thing and it's so important, but if you're not consistent with it, it's not going to be effective, you know? Like, you have to put your mental health first. Like, it is a roller coaster itself because mental health is so unpredictable, but, you know, if you are consistent in putting your needs first, I feel like that's the only way to make certain habits effective. And I'm just, I'm really trying to, like I say, stay consistent, but also, like, when I'm getting, since I'm getting more comfortable putting myself first, I feel like it can lead to better relationships with, you know, the people in my life because, you know, I can get to a place where I'm kind of content with myself and then I can be more present in those relationships that I've maybe had to put a pause on or, you know, not be in because I'm trying to work on myself. Right. I respect that. But, so do you want me to get into the negative of my 2022 or do you want to kind of start to talk about yours well I mean I kind of feel like my best is the same in a way but 2022 for me was probably one of the happiest years Mm -hmm. I would say for me like in if you look at it like big picture wise like the majority of the year like I was in one of the happiest relationships I've ever been in like I feel like I have made so many friends this year that like I've really needed and like I have one friend and like she's exactly what I needed like in college where I wasn't vibing mm-hmm. but like I found her and I feel like I'm okay and I also just like that all kind of came to a close which is why I say it's like the best and worst because I feel like throughout all that like I learned a lot about myself and like I really put in the work to get better and to be emotionally available for my boyfriend at the time and like my friends and like mm-hmm. I really like did the work like I don't give myself credit a lot, but in this, like, most recent relationship, I will say, like, I think I communicated very healthily, and, like, Mm -hmm. I did the best I could to be a healthy partner for them, and ultimately, like, it ended, and, like, that's why I'm saying it's also the worst, but, so that was hard, and, like, that was, like, one of the worst things I've ever experienced in terms of, like, being sad and, like, grieving that person in that relationship, also, I feel like I learned a lot from that, and, like, mm-hmm. I know what to look for, and I know what I deserve, and I feel like as it forced me to grow and, like, to learn how to be okay with being by myself, mm-hmm. you know? And that's, like, something that's not always easy for me, because, like, I have abandonment issues very heavily, 
And so whenever they left also, it was just kind of like a slap in the face. And I feel like it brought up a lot of past issues for me. But I also feel like because I've put in the work this year, I knew how to deal with it. And had this happened a year ago, it would have been so much worse for me than it was. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, comparing where you are at now to, like, other years, like, the way I've seen you handle this situation and cope with the situations that you've dealt with, it's beyond impressive because, like, as your friend who's, I mean, I mean you, I've been your friend for a few years, so I've seen the different phases, but, like, hearing you, like, after a breakup say, you know, that you knew you, you did all you could do, and it wasn't, you know, your fault, and you knew that every, like, there was nothing more you could do, and you couldn't blame yourself. Like, I feel like that was just such a mature moment for you, because in our past, I know we've both been guilty of just blaming ourselves for everything, no matter what the situation is, even if it was our fault or not, you know, we just put the blame on ourselves, because, you know, it's like self-sabotage, you know, we're our hardest critic, I guess, but... Like, hearing you just be aware that you did all that and giving yourself the credit that you did all you could do and being aware of that as your friend, that was something that was super cool to see. Well, really, like, I know that, like, everybody says this and, like, truly, I don't feel any hard feelings about it. Like, things could have been handled differently and, yes, like, he made mistakes, I made mistakes, like, certain things could have been handled a little better on his part, but at the end of the day, like, I get it. Like, I needed space like before we got together to put in the work and like figure out who I was and like ultimately that's just what he needed at that time is like he needed space to do the work to figure out who he was and he was in a new season of life and he just needed to figure it all out and I get that and so like I don't hold that against him but like also you've been there before too yeah but also I recognize that some of the things that were said and the way he handled certain things like I don't ever want to be in a position where somebody feels like they can talk to me that way again. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I understand, but also, like, I'm not going to put up with that. Mm -hmm. Like, you can do whatever you need to do for yourself, but whenever it comes to disrespecting me, when I've done nothing but be Mm -hmm. there for you, like, that's just a line you shouldn't cross, you know? There's a difference in, you know, dealing with your personal issues, but when, you know, when you start to impact the other person and it affects how you're treating them, it becomes a bigger issue. When you're trying to bring me down with you, yeah, that's when there's a problem. Exactly. Like, because I don't... You shouldn't put me back in my journey of growth mm-hmm. just because you don't want to be alone and going through it. Mm. Wow, that was good. Like, <laughs> it's true! <laughs> getting like, emotional over here. I don't deserve that. No, like, I did my work. Like You did. Leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Ultimately, bye. Because especially, I mean, I wish, like, younger me could hear us talking about this right now because, like... God. It's just so crazy. I wish you guys could see, like, it's just, even us saying this right now, like, we have worked so hard to get where we are today mentally. Like, it has not been easy. It's still not. It's still not. No. But, like, we're both at... A better place because we are not even because oh we're magically better or something it's because we're able to be aware of what's good for us and what's not good for us or things we need in our life and things we don't need and just being more self-aware of giving yourself a break you know and not blaming yourself for other people's actions and 
I, I don't know, we've come very far. Well, here's the thing. This is something my therapist says this to me all the time because I'm somebody who likes to be in control of everything. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just my anxiety thing. Like, I just like to be in control. Yeah. But, like, she tells me, she's like, Emily, like, the only thing you can control is how you respond to a situation. Like, mm -hmm. you can't control another person's actions, like, what right. they say. All you can control is how you respond to that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's been a big thing for me because, like, you can do the worst thing in the world to me. But it's my choice of whether or not I let that, like, how much I let that drag me down. Right. Like, yes, it's going to hurt, and yes, I'm going to have to grieve and, like, process through it. But, like, also, why would I let you have that much control over me? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, no. And I feel like the more, like, you practice that in your life, like, I feel like the, it gets easier with time. Like, but, I mean, like you said, of course it's going to hurt, and it's going to be hard, but... Like, you can't, like, you can't control other people, and you can only control, like, how you respond, and, like, at the end of the day, you have to worry about yourself and how, you know, these things affect you, because you can't control them. You gotta look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that has been number one thing for me, just looking out for myself, put myself first. And not even, like, growing up, I feel like there's just, there's been such a stigma, like, oh, that's selfish to put yourself first, like, you know, like, there's, I mean... Uh, Getting like, you know, God others yourself, you know, yeah, that whole yeah. thing. Which I mean is God So true, but like So true, but you know, you do have to like you have to take care of yourself. Like you can't exhaust yourself to the point of where you're only worried about other people because then you're gonna have nothing to give people because you've drained yourself completely. You know well, what I mean? Well, it's like that analogy I think your dad is actually <laughs> the one who said it in like youth group one night. But like if your cup is absolutely empty mm -hmm. you have nothing to pour into anybody else yeah like and that's so true and it's such a simple analogy but like that's so true yeah you can't be there for somebody else if you're not even being there for yourself mm -hmm. like you can't yeah. and I fully you know like God first others whatever but like also let's be real you can't do those two things if you're not taking care of yourself yeah exactly and I feel like that kind of leads more into the worst parts of my 2022 is because, like, it wasn't easy to get where I said I was or am, like, putting myself first. I mean, the things that led up to that, you know, were not easy to deal with, whether it be cutting off certain relationships or, you know, having someone cut off a certain relationship. Like, it's just, I don't know even how to describe it. It was just really difficult, and I feel like a lot of 2022 I was trying to be there for everyone and kind of the way I coped with my feelings was helping everyone else with theirs mm -hmm. kind of distracting mm -hmm. myself from my own problems by you know helping someone with theirs and it's great to help other people but if if you're distracting yourself from your own problems by doing that that is so unhealthy and it can become so draining and I just I felt so beyond drained and I was like I Everyone just, like, is asking stuff for me. But I put myself in that position, honestly, because it was like I was asking to help them, though, because I needed that distraction. Well, in a way, I feel like when you do that, it makes you end up resenting that person. Yes. Because even though you're the one who's, like, putting yourself out there so mm -hmm. much and, like, being like, oh, yeah, let me be here for you. If you're not opening up to them, then you're just going to have the assumption that they're never there for you. Exactly. Even though you never let them be. Mm -hmm. And, like... That's something that I've had to realize is, like, like even, like, I'm very much the therapist friend, and, like, I'm right. fine with that. Like, I love being there for my friends, but I will start resenting them if I feel like I'm alone in my struggles, mm -hmm. when in reality, it's not anything that they've done to me. It's just that I choose to ignore my problems yeah. 
by focusing on theirs. That's so true. And, like, the thing is, like, like I said, how I've become more comfortable, or you said, become more comfortable talking about certain things, like, and that has, like, helped my relationship so much. Like, when you are being the therapist friend, you know, you know, I make the assumption, like, oh, they don't want to hear about what I'm going through, though. Mm -hmm. But, you know, give them the chance to hear about it. And a lot of the times you'll be surprised, like, they do care. They You do know what they say about assumptions. Yeah, yeah they that, do. That's a true statement. What does it do? <laughs> you, if you know the saying, you know. You know. <laughs> but, like, let them be there for you. Like, I've noticed just so much, like, so many, like, less dramatic things happen. Like, less drama, less fights. If I'm just honest about my feelings and what I'm dealing with, like, maybe someone comes at me and they're, like, saying something that kind of just rubs me the wrong way. And instead of, like, lashing out, I'm just like, hey, I'm already, like, having a bad mental health day. Let's address this later. Or, hey, I'm dealing with this right now. Um, you know, let's let's just pause. Or, like, it's just so much easier to just talk things out like that instead of, you know, keeping it all in and letting it build up and cause, like you said, resentment or an argument or something like that. Also, kind of going off what you're saying, I feel like learning... A big thing for me this year has been, like, learning not to take things so personally. Oh, like, yes. I am a social work major, and, like, the majority of what I do in my classes is learn about why people are the way they are and, like, what makes them have reactions to certain things. Mm-hmm. And so when you can take a step back and, like, genuinely put yourself in their shoes and think about, like, what maybe would make them act this way, it takes so much pressure off of yourself. Yes. Like, knowing that... Okay, yes, I'm getting the backlash of this, but maybe I'm not the reason for it. And you, and rarely you, you ever are. No, like, I mean, not saying, like, yes, sometimes you're going to do things that are wrong and, like, yeah. there's nice feelings, so don't always assume that it's not you, but, like, if you have a friend who's, you know, not texting you a lot and you don't understand what you did, chances are they're just dealing with stuff on their own, and they mm-hmm. don't know how to communicate that. 99% of the times where I ever, like, lashed out on someone or I'm angry, it's because something else has happened or I'm dealing with stuff of my own that has just put me in that place, mm-hmm. and it's just made my temper shorter or just made me irritable or just, like, exhausted. So it it rarely is like, like that. It's just, you know, they're dealing with their own stuff, and that's something you can't control, really. And you have to remember that. And, like, even in terms of, like long-term disagreements or like mm-hmm. you know like I don't have the best relationship with my father and like learning how to view it from his perspective mm-hmm. rather than as a child who like grew up without their father like learning that like in his eyes he was doing what a father does like he provided financially mm-hmm. that's the role of a father in his head like the emotional side of that is very much I would say like recognizing the emotional side of like a father being there is more of a Gen Z type thing Mm -hmm. like yes it's always been needed but like I feel like it hasn't been talked about until now and so realizing like that he grew up with different expectations than I did right you know and so I just like in terms of that in general like if you have long-term issues with somebody maybe reanalyzing the situation and trying to look at it from their perspective truly instead of like through your own lenses I feel like I've been super guilty of because for a long time I it was just easier for me to view a situation and no matter what it was just pin it on myself because maybe I don't want to blame someone else for certain things or like I just it's easier to make yourself the bad guy Mm -hmm. so even in those situations like not even like I mean it's important to evaluate it like you said but maybe someone has done you wrong but like 
just make sure you're not like giving yourself the backlash of it because like for so long I think my mom was the one who told me this like I would just resent these people and resent these people and I'd be like I can't stand them like anytime I see them it makes me mad and she's like who do you think that's affecting more like mm, them yeah. or you like and it was me I was the one who was dealing with like the backlash of it because I was the one getting mad every time I saw him. I was the one who was dealing with like this hatred in my heart for these people. Like, and it was so unhealthy. But like, they didn't know it. They didn't know I had anything because I was storing it all inside of That's me. That's so true. So like, just having to be more aware of those things. Like, I know it sounds stupid, but like the biggest thing for me for 2023 is just continuing to be as self-aware as I can. Because when you are aware of these things, like, you can only like grow from it. And like, since she brought that to my attention, like, it has been stuck with me, and, like, now anytime I kind of have some kind of, like, negativity towards someone or something, like, it's just, even though it might be hard to forgive, or maybe even not even forgive, but just kind of, like, let it lay or let go of it for a second, like, because, like she said, like, it's only gonna hurt you if you hold on to that and just, like, let it build up in you, or even if it's, like, with a friend or something, address it, like, don't let mm-hmm. that resentment build up and, like, just drag you down because it's not worth it in the end. That's what I was going to say. Like, also, like, just addressing something. Like, if you have an issue with a friend, talk to them about it. Like, because mm-hmm. sometimes, it's like... It's 2022. Well, like, come, come on. on. <laughs> come on. We're past this. Like, We're past Bring that. it up. Don't do the petty stuff. Like, that's only hurting yourself. Mm-hmm. Talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a friend this year and... We had gotten into, like, a small argument or whatever, and they, whenever, we worked at the same place, and so whenever I would go into work, we just, like, weren't speaking, Mm -hmm. and, like, on my end, I wasn't speaking because I thought they didn't want to talk to me, Right. but they weren't speaking because they thought I didn't want to talk to them, Mm -hmm. and so it created... It all could have been solved with communication. Literally, if we would have just talked about it and been like, oh, hey, like, no, I'm sorry, like, I understand, it would have been fine, but then there was Mm -hmm. this two-week period of tension at work yeah that was affecting my ability to like interact nicely with customers and like mm-hmm. it was affecting my mental health mm-hmm. just because we didn't address it head yeah. on yeah and I'm a hundred percent the type of person that's like it's so hard for me like I've I'm a, not confrontational but like kind of confrontational but like I cannot like not have a conversation about it. Like, if we're, like, if there's any tension, I want to address it, and I want to fix it, and I want to It's all I'll think about. No, like, it will literally drive me insane. But also, on the other side of it, sometimes you do need to take, like, a little time to just think and let it cool off before you can talk to someone about it. Mm -hmm. But never let it build up that long, because it only makes it worse for, like, the both of you, and it just makes it, the tension build, you know? Mm -hmm. On the other end of that, though... If you have this conversation and they're still being unresponsive, I guess, or, like, mm-hmm. back, like, lashing out at you, and there's a certain point where you also need to, like, learn to let it go. Like, as much as you may want to, like, keep that friendship in your life, if you are having conversations and, like, the majority of them are unhealthy and, like, not beneficial to you and, like, are bad for your mental health, like, there's a time when you need to be like, okay, let's just call it like it is. Like, and I feel like that all comes, or a lot of it comes from, because there's a 100% of difference in, in, there's a difference between just having a conversation and an argument. Like, Mm -hmm. you can, like, conversations are healthy and, and needed, but if that, all that person is looking to do is argue about it, 
it's gonna go nowhere. Yeah. Like, it's important that you have that conversation, because a conversation doesn't have to be a fight, you know? Both sides can express their feelings, and it can stay that way, but if they're just looking to make it a fight or an argument, you know, it's not gonna go anywhere. If you're going into a conversation with the mindset, like, of wanting to argue, like, if they're sitting there, obviously not listening to you, but only thinking about what they're gonna say next, right? Like, there's, you're not getting anywhere. You're just wasting your energy mm-hmm. arguing with someone who's not even hearing words you're saying. It's going to ultimately, like, just drain you and, like you said, waste your energy in the end. And that's just not worth it. Like, Mm-mm. you're better off without that person at that point. 2023, we don't need that. No. 2023, we're putting ourselves first. Mm-hmm. We are taking care of ourselves. And if you're not beneficial... In my life, mentally, physically, emotionally, like, however, mm-hmm. we're not dealing with it. And I feel like another thing, like, the harder side of 2022 that we were talking about has been that, like we said, is cutting certain things off that weren't good for you. I it it I still am struggling with it because I feel guilty. Like, mm-hmm. certain people will ask me to hang out, and I'm, like, I'm having a mental health day. Like, I'm laying in bed. I don't have the energy to get up and just, like, make conversation with someone today. Yeah. And, you know, I've kind of just had to learn that certain people who are worth your time will understand that and they won't get mad at you for that because they'll know you're doing what you need for yourself. You know, if someone's going to take that out on you and get mad and say, oh, you're being a terrible friend to me, you know, like, you know, their feelings are always valid and stuff. But, like, if it's a true friend, I feel like they will have the patience with you and they will, you know, have the heart to understand, like, okay, you're doing what's best for you, and, and, of course, when, there are going to be days when they probably need that, too, and you can do the same thing to understand them, but I feel like that's been a hard thing for me, is just, like, not feeling guilty about it, because they have, there have been so many friends that I'm like, I just don't have the energy right now, I'm sorry, and, and that's a valid reason not Mm -hmm. to hang out with somebody, yeah, like, you don't have to make up some excuse as to why Mm -hmm. you can't go, like, if you're just not in the mindset to do it, yeah, don't, yeah, that's something I'm so guilty, I'm like, oh, I'm busy today, but I feel like I'm fine at the place where, like, especially me and you, like, we can just tell each other, like, hey, don't have the energy today, like, not there. And there's no, like, I'm not going to take that personally because... And there's there's nothing to be ashamed of with that. That's fine. that's a human thing, and it's fine. I feel like that's such an indicator of, like, a true good friend also. Yeah. If they get mad at you for taking time for yourself, something's wrong. Do they not want the best for you? Like, (laughs) if they don't see that as, like... A moment's like, hey, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, being like, oh, my God, like, why don't you want to hang out with me? Like, I'm such a good friend. You da 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 yeah. Like, if they make it all about them. Just defensive. Red flag. Yeah. You know? But, I don't know. 2023? I would say, like, looking into 2023, like, I don't know. I feel like people are going to call me selfish or something for this. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it. Self-care is not selfish. Preach. But... Like, I got that off of Instagram <laughs> got that off of Pinterest, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, little quotes we post on our stories. All like, the time. Every day. <laughs> like, anyone, Spread awareness. Does anyone actually look at these? But for I 20... Do. Thank you. I mean, like a new story replies. Yeah. But for 2023, I would say the main thing I'm trying to do is just, like, to keep it simple is, like, protecting my peace. Mm. That's become, like, you know, li- living with anxiety and... Having to, you know, fight through that itself. But, like, protecting my peace. Because there are certain things you can do. Certain things you can avoid. Certain people you can avoid that are in your control. And basically just trying to do everything in my control to protect my peace. That's going to be my main goal for 2023. 
I feel like for me, mine is learning the difference between being lonely and alone. <gasps> oh my god, because I love that. I'm so bad about feeling lonely and then mm-hmm. assuming that like I have nobody when that's not true. Right. Like, I can be alone and be content with that. Yeah. And I need to learn to do that. Mm-hmm. Especially coming out of a year where I never was. Yeah. Like, learning to be happy with myself and realizing that just because I may be alone in a moment doesn't mean I have to be lonely. Yeah. Like, I still have a group of people who love me and support me, mm-hmm. even if they're not there 24-7. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't have to be. That's fine. Like, so just being content with myself. But 2022 is definitely a year... It was a year. For the books. That's the way to put it. It was a year. But, but, I mean, I'm thankful for it. And I, you know, New Year's can be stressful, but I'm going into the year, you know. Day by day. Day by day. We're, day by we're day. Not, we're not looking at it as a year. We're looking at day by day. We are not making yearly resolutions. We're making daily, daily resolutions. 365 days. We got 365 days to set new goals, keep ourselves healthy and happy. <laughs> <laughs> happy and healthy but we got it and also giving yourself grace like no we talk very much like maturely right now but obviously like that's not the case like yeah i have breakdowns where i'm completely (laughs) but that's okay like you know growth is not linear healing is not linear yeah so learning that and accepting that give yourself a break be easy on yourself protect your peace do what's best for you you got it it's really as it sounds so cliche, but like that's it, how it, is. it can be that simple. If you let it be. If you let it be. If you let it be. You gotta you gotta take care of yourself. So that's that's it for today. That's it. We'll we'll keep you updated as three hundred and sixty five days go on <laughs> on how our resolutions went. But we hope you enjoyed this episode and we wish you all the best for Happy your new, new year. year. Happy New Year. Bye. Back to reality.